Welcome back to another episode of Insects for Dummies. I'm your host, Mitchell Logan, and today we'll be talking about what exactly a bug is, because not all insects are true bugs. Okay, if you have a professor or teacher telling you insects are bugs, then you need to tell them to bug out of here. Okay, let's get into it. Bugs are only a small group of insects belonging to the order Hemiptera, which means half-wings. These are referred to as true bugs because the term bug is thrown around so loosely. True bugs include cicadas, stink bugs, aphids, assassin bugs, water striders, leaf hoppers, toe biters, giant water bugs, etc. In total, so far there have been around 80,000 species described. But what exactly separates them from other insects? True bugs have a piercing straw-like mouth, called a stylet, which they use to suck liquids from plants, other insects, and even mammals, depending on the bug. But most of them are plant feeders. They also tend to have hard, leathery surfaces on the upper section of their wings, if they have any wings. Hence the name Hemiptera, or half-wings. All true bugs also go through incomplete metamorphosis, but this is not a unique trait. Many insects have this, which as we mentioned before in a previous episode, means they hatch from an egg and go through a series of molts called nymphs before reaching their final form. No larvae involved. Most true bugs are harmless to us, but one notoriously bad bug is the bed bug. Most of you know what this is, but for the sake of saving some from doing their own research, I will tell you. These bugs live off human blood and tend to feed only in the dark, at night while we are sleeping. They hide during the day in the creases of our bed sheets, pillows, or anywhere really. And they get drawn out at night from the carbon dioxide we exhale. So if you don't want them to find you, just don't breathe. Okay, but seriously, if you have bed bugs, you need to get a professional because no DIY techniques will be enough unless you just burn the whole place down. These bugs can be found on every continent except Antarctica, because again, nothing lives there. On the bright side, bed bugs are not a source of illness like mosquitoes, and some people are very insensitive to them. One other blood-sucking bug that you might not be aware of is the kissing bug. It got its name because people would notice bites around their mouth. But kissing bugs will bite anywhere able. Kissing bugs don't target humans necessarily, but if they make their way into your home, then you could very well wake up to find an unfortunate kiss from one of these bugs. The bites will not wake you, but if bitten enough, then your body can develop a bad reaction, which is never fun. These bugs are nocturnal and are found worldwide but prefer warmer climates. You need to be slightly wary of these because unlike bed bugs, the kissing bug is known to transmit Chagas disease. Studies have found that up to 50% or more of kissing bugs contain the Chagas parasite, which is not ideal to say the least. The bugs transmit the parasite through their feces, which they excrete while feeding. And this is how people get infected. Essentially, you'll want to not scratch or itch the bite until it's been thoroughly washed. But even then, you never know if you scratched it in the night. It's better to play it safe in this situation 
and protect yourself if you live in an area known to have kissing bugs. A lot of true bugs actually have the word bug in their name, like pirate bugs, leaf-footed bugs, giant water bugs, shield bugs, stink bugs, toad bugs, and so on. Now, I'm not an etymologist, not to be confused with entomologist, but where the word bug originated was on my mind while writing today's episode, and it's actually quite interesting, so let's get into it. The very first appearance of the word was found in the English translation of the Latin Bible in a passage talking about scarecrows, or hobgoblins. For those wondering what a hobgoblin is, I was too. Turns out, they are mischievous imps, or sprites, which I guess is a fair name for any insect that bothers you. I will now attempt to read the passage where this word was first seen. Either a man of Ragus, in a place where Gordus Wexen keepeth no thing, so ben her goddess of tree, and of salure, and of gold. So, yeah, basically bug means sprite, scarecrow, or hobgoblin, which is very interesting. The word then evolved further in the 17th century to describe insects, especially bedbugs, which to many people were essentially hobgoblins, feeding off of them in the night. Nowadays, bugs refer to a lot of things, from computer viruses to illness, but everything tends to surround the original meaning of a mischievous inconvenience. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Insects for Dummies. Intro and outro music was produced and written by myself, and you can find more music by me on all streaming platforms under Mitchell Logan. If you enjoyed today's episode or are enjoying the show, please make sure to rate and leave a review. It really helps the show get noticed. You can also check out the Instagram page at insects for dummies that's insects number four dummies, or send a listener email at insectsfordummies at gmail.com. That's insectsfordummies at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next week.